What's up, everybody? This is Mike, the Developing Dad, coming to you with another reflection on the Proverbs. It is May 26th, 2020, and we're going to be in Proverbs 26, verse 11, and it reads, Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. All right, so we're going to talk about the purpose and the produce of this proverb. The purpose, I believe, is very simple. It's to warn us against repeated folly. All right. So Solomon uses an illustration here, uh, a simile. He says, like a dog that returns to his vomit, the dog is unclean to, mo- to most Jews. You don't want to you know, be around dogs uh, because they're unclean animals. They, re- they eat vomit. You don't want to be around that. You don't want to be likened to that, right? <laughs> is a fool who repeats his folly. So someone who continues to walk in ungodliness or continue to, continues to perform the same foolish acts, he's like a dog returning to his own vomit. All right. Uh, I mean, that's a pretty clear illustration. It's a disgusting illustration, but it's, it's meant to be. So, uh, but what does this produce, right? This, this, the produce of this uh, is a false repentance, right? Those who continue to do this, this is a false repentance. We, we may, we may say, oh, I don't want to continue in this way, uh, but I keep going back to it over and over and over and over again, right? If you're continuing to walk in that, uh, are you truly repenting? Are you truly walking away from this sin? Uh, have you understood that it's vomit? Are you are you continuing to enjoy the vomit and proclaim the name of Jesus Christ? Uh, those two things aren't compatible. We've got we've been given the Spirit of God. We've been given victory over sin. We've been given uh, the the tools that we need to destroy sin, to kill it, to put it to death, as as Paul says in Romans chapter 8 right even he says you mortify your sin right put it to death so we've been given those weapons we've been given spiritual weapons to fight this spiritual battle in ephesians chapter 6 right the whole armor of god right we've been given the fruit of the spirit we should we've been given the word we've been given all these things so we should be able to put these types of sins to death we should not repeatedly walk into the same foolish things right i know um there are a lot of schools of thought that you know you know, sort of that we're like helpless, to, you know, when it comes to being inside of the flesh. But I don't believe that that's true. I believe that the Lord has given us all of these weapons because he wants us to experience victory. Like Christ- Christianity is a victorious religion. Uh, we have victory over sin, right? Um, we still live in the flesh, yes, but we don't walk in a pattern of sin because we have victory over it. So we should not be those who continue to walk in folly, to return to our sin. Um and it also assumes that one has been taught the law, right? This man has returned to his folly. Um, he knows what the law was. He was away from it and he keeps going back. He knows what's right and good. It's not like the person has been given over to a reprobate mind so that he does not know. This this uh, fellow, again, seems to be one who has been taught the law and he knows what is right and what is good. But he keeps going back to the wrong thing. Uh, again, that, that can be descriptive of us as, as believers as well. Um, you know, because that's exactly what uh, Peter is talking about in Second Peter, uh, chapter two, starting at verse seventeen. I would commend the entire book to you. It's a very short read, uh, chapter three. But he's talking about false teachers and people who proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, he says again. He says these are waterless springs and mist driven by a storm. For them, the gloom of utter darkness has been reserved. For speaking loud boasts of folly, they entice by sensual passions of the flesh those who are barely escaping from those who live in error. They promise them freedom. But they themselves are slaves of corruption, for whatever overcomes a person, to that he is enslaved. 
For if after they have escaped the defilements of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled in them and overcome, the last state has become worse for them than the first. For it would have been better for them never to have known the way of righteousness than after knowing it to turn back from the holy commandment delivered to them. What the true proverb says has happened to them. And this is a, actually repeating uh, what we just read. The dog returns to its own vomit and the sow after washing herself returns to wallow in the mire. He's talking about that Proverbs, Proverb 26, 11, right? And he's actually just re repeating that. That once you have the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and you've come to know these things and you know what the goodness is of Christ and you go back to it, he's saying that we would be like dogs returning to vomit. Uh, again, that returning returning to the defilements of the world is folly, after, especially after you've been taught the law, you've been taught Christ Jesus, you've been taught the law of love, you've been taught the law of Christ, you know all of these things. We can't be the ones who go back to that, right? Uh, again, they went out from us, but they were not of us for if they had continued with us, they would have been... If they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that it might be complained that they all are not of us, right? That's 1 John 2, 19. Um, and then again, we can be ones who exter are externally clean, right? Look the part, but then we have, you know, inside of us is wickedness, right? Luke chapter 11, 24 states that even. Uh, this is what false repentance looks like. When an unclean spirit has gone out of a person, it passes through waterless places seeking rest and finding none. It says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when it comes, it finds the house swept and put in order, right? External righteousness. Yay! Like, the, the, I've been put in order. I've got myself right. I've, you know, pulled myself up by my bootstraps. But wait. Then it goes and brings seven other spirits more evil than itself. And they enter and dwell there. And the last state of that person is worse than the first. It's kind of repeated. Right? You see who uh, Peter was repeating our Lord, right? The last state of that person is worse than the first. Because that person had not genuinely repented. He's just cleaned up the exterior. Had the spirit of God does not dwell in him. So he's able to be inhabited by evil and false, like evil, like false teaching. Uh, wicked spirits, evil spirits are able to inhabit uh, the person who's, who's, who's not inhabited by the spirit of God, right? Can't have, can't have both of them in there. But again, if you, if you're open to, you know, other spirits, if you don't have the spirit of God in there, it says here, you can, seven more spirits, come on. Let's go in here. Have we found another another nice dwelling place? The, those external cleanings don't do anything for the internal that we need. We need an internal change, a heart change in the spirit dwelling within us. That's what genuine repentance looks like. All right. So let's talk a little bit about the nature of true repentance and then we'll close this bad boy out. Uh, 2 Corinthians 7.10 says, For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, where worldly grief produces death. We don't want to be those who grieve over our sin in a worldly manner. Right, because that does not save us. We want a we want a godly grief that understands what what our sin is, how it displeases God, and that causes us to turn from that sin and turn towards God. That's what we want. That's what we're looking forward to as believers. Like we want to grow in that that repentance daily. Right? We repented once, but we continue to walk in that repentance. That we see more sin that God reveals to us, and we uh, we're putting that to death by the power of the spirit and we want that that's what genuine repentance looks like but obviously worldly repentance just leads to death right a fool who repeats his folly continues to walk in that keeps going back forth back and forth kills his joy uh kills uh his fellowship with the lord fellowship with his brothers and sisters in christ uh it kills all of those types of things like you're not able to uh if you don't if you haven't genuinely repented you are going down to shield you're following the folly of this world um yeah so that also genuine repentance also 
uh, requires examination, right? It's a constant examination. 2 Corinthians 13.5 says, examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves, or do you not realize this about yourselves, that Christ Jesus is in you, unless you fail to meet the test. Uh, it's something that we continually need to do, examine ourselves in the light of the scripture, in the light of God's word, according to what uh, he has left for us here. We examine ourselves in that way. We're not afraid of what the scriptures have to say because we know that in them we'll find life because we find there the person of Jesus Christ. And that is who we are trying to be like, right? That Christ Jesus lives in us. His spirit lives within us. And we want to be like him more and more. If we're not afraid again of what the Bible has to say, because that is where, like, that's what, that's how we live, right? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And that's what we want. We want life, right? We want life and we want life more abundantly, as Jesus said. That's what he came to give us. All right, so I pray that this blesses you today. And today I pray that we can examine ourselves to see if we have truly repented or are we still going back to the vomit of sin, right? So that's a very important thing. But don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe and share this video out uh, if it's blessed you. And I'll see you all on the next one. All right, grace and peace.